It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We said four quarters, all gas, no break. You guys did that today. Hell of a job. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. You will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet, and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today on the show, we are going to talk about what Aaron Rodgers said about the tight end position and why they're going to be on the field more than we saw last season. We're also going to talk about the development of Rashawn Gary, what that means for this defense, why things are clicking for him, and then finish up with something Aaron Rodgers said about his own mechanics, perhaps something clicked for him over the last few days. We talked about his stellar practice play yesterday. Something changed for him, and and he mentioned it, and he, and he mentioned how it happened. He didn't go into detail about what it was. But we'll finish up the show talking about that. But let's start with something else Aaron Rodgers said. Aaron Rodgers, when talking about the offense, said he expected the Packers to be in two tight end sets, 12 personnel, more this season. And the reason was because of all the talent at that position. In a meeting with reporters over Zoom earlier in the week, Mercedes Lewis said that he felt like coming back was a no-brainer. It was a perfect fit for what he does well schematically. And then in back-to-back drafts, the Packers use third-round picks on a tight end, and they love Big Bob Tanyan. So there are four options for the Packers. I think we have to also incorporate what they're losing. And in the case of Jimmy Graham, he has reportedly been the best player at Bears camp. Good luck with that, Chicago. The Packers were not able to run the kind of offense they wanted to run last year, in part because Jimmy Graham could not execute it. He needed to be saved. He needed to be covered up for. He needed to be hid at times because of his blocking ineffectiveness. If he was on the field, teams knew almost for sure it was a passing play just simply by the fact that he was out there. You cannot be predictable by formation. But it's not just that they want to play this way, and it is. They do want to play this way. It's why they've gone out of their way to add players at these positions. 
It's that the guys that are there are showing something. We already knew what Mercedes Lewis was coming in from Jacksonville. He was an established veteran, one of the best blocking tight ends in football. So his fit was his ability to play in the run and passing game. Is he a dynamic vertical threat? No, but he does all the dirty work for your offense. He's basically an extra offensive tackle out there. And he can win one-on-one against defensive ends. He can bury linebackers. He can handle his side of the line of scrimmage. And you still have to cover him out there because he's still 6'6". He, he still has terrific hands. And even though he's not going to you know, destroy anyone after the catch, he understands where to be and how to get open in zone coverage in particular. Okay, how do you play someone across from him? What does that guy look like? Well, you, ideally, you'd want it to be someone who can also play run or pass and is a more vertical downfield threat, someone that can win as a split-out route runner. That was supposed to be Jimmy Graham. The problem was he was not great in the passing game and was a liability as a run blocker. So now you see in training camp this year, Big Bob Tanyan, Bobby Tanyan out there making plays with the first-team offense because Jay Sternberger's on the COVID list. Well, they also have high expectations for Jay Sternberger. And Josiah DeGuara has been lining up a little bit of everywhere. He's making plays. Last year, we saw glimmers of what someone like Tanyan can be. And it's unfortunate. Matt LaFleur has mentioned this, that in the game where Tanyan made an incredible play, Rodgers breaks the pocket, and as he's getting rocked, makes this ridiculous throw down the sidelines, Tanyan leaps up and makes the grab. His ability to make plays on the ball outside of his body, you know, whether it's leaping grabs or going down to get it, he has hands like a receiver. Now, in his first stint two years ago getting playing time, he struggled, couldn't make catches, couldn't couldn't make any plays, and maybe the game was was too fast, maybe he wasn't focused, maybe, you know, there are a myriad reasons why he might have issues. He looks great in training camp so far. The same is true for Jay Sternberger. This is a difficult position, but the talent is there. And it's not like in years past where the Packers have brought in some veteran that they're hoping to, you know, grab the last few years out of. They did that with Mercedes Lewis, but he's a very particular kind of player. And he still is certainly in that Liam Neeson taken role, has a very particular set of skills. And he can do it. He can do it every down, every play, every game. You know what he is. Now you need that pass-catching guy. Well, they have three guys that they've brought in, all with a little bit of juice, who can make plays down the seam, who can make plays one-on-one from the slot, who can win from inline, or at least that they have the talent to do that. Whether or not they can actually do it on the field, that is something they all still have to prove. And that's the point here. The training camp part of this, we wanted to see the flashes. Because if, if we don't see it in camp, chances are we're not going to see it on the field. If, if you're not looking good in camp, I mean, there are some players who can do that. They can go out there and, and not be good practice players and be really good game players. But what you want to see is the talent in practice. And clearly they're seeing it. If Rodgers is saying, hey, I think this tight end room is so good that we're going to be doing this more, that carries weight. He's been right the last few years about some of these receivers. He 
caped for Alan Lazard to get out there, and it turned out Alan Lazard should have been out there. He has complimented guys like Jake Kumaro, and with extended opportunities, Jake Kumaro has proved me wrong. He is more than just, you know, dime store Jeff Janis. He's much more than that. And if not, if for no other reason, then he is a hell of a run blocker, and he's going to make the plays that you ask him to make, the ones that are in front of him. He's not going to be special, but he can he can do what's asked of him. The Packers like these guys. They're going to get them involved. And again, I've, I've talked about this, and I feel like I've harped on it. It's not that the Packers are going to become run-heavy. It's that they're going to become more versatile with big personnel. But that means to be versatile from big personnel, you have to be able to catch. You have to be able to make plays in the passing game. Because versatility is not, oh, we're just going to play bigger and be more efficient. No, that's not versatile. That's stubborn. That's stubborn adherence to an ideology. No, you have to find the right players. So the Packers have invested resources in finding these players and investing in guys that they think fit their system and have talent. They really like what Jay Sternberger brings. We've seen the athleticism from Tanyan. I mean, that play in 2018 where Rodgers makes an unbelievable throw against Seattle, he won that route down the field to the point that Rodgers thought it was Jimmy Graham. And that Cowboys play speaks to his ability. There was a play in week one uh, against the Bears last year where Tanyan made a play. He has the ability to be a splash player. And when you look at what the Titans were, before Delaney Walker got hurt last year, and, and, you know, the, the years prior, Jonu Smith was kind of just a splash player. He would get some opportunities down the field, and we saw the athleticism, but he was never a year-to-year consistent guy. Then Delaney Walker got hurt, and all of a sudden, he blossoms. That's what the Packers are looking for with these guys. We saw it in, in L.A. It looked like you had one tight end taking the, the control of that room, and then all of a sudden, here comes Tyler Higby. And hey, Gerald Everett, it was nice, nice to know you, but Higby runs this tight end room now. Well, now the, the Rams not just have to, but get to play more with two tight ends because they have two good ones. The 49ers get to do it because they can play big with Juszczyk and Kittle. They don't need two tight ends per se, but they can play big with those two guys. Juszczyk can be played anywhere like Josiah DeGuara. But it's not just that they're better because those guys are on the field. They're better because of how they can play. Sports Info and Solutions had this great stat about the on-offs with Kyle Juszczyk. The 49ers passing game is three full yards better per play with Juszczyk on the field because of how they use him and how they run an offense when he's on the field. More play action gets you to more efficient play. Jimmy Garoppolo is a more efficient player. And it's because most quarterbacks, when they have that run-pass capability, they keep the defense off balance. Every quarterback, save for Aaron Rodgers, is better off play action, so it allows them to play a way that they want to play. These guys have not only the ability to make this team multiple, but then when they do play and they do get into that play-pass game, now you have tight ends who can make dynamic plays with the ball, and that's what this team has been lacking really since... You know, just a couple games of Jared Cook. And other than that, since Jermichael Finley, 
And if what you're missing is dynamic options for dinner, then let DoorDash bring you anything that you are craving. And I mean anything. 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia are on DoorDash so you can get your local go-tos, your favorite national chains, whatever it is that you want. You want Chinese food, you want pizza, you want frozen yogurt. DoorDash has you covered. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. And there are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities they operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. That's $5 off your order and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code LOCKEDON. And speaking of making your life easier, rockauto.com is making buying car parts easier. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. And what's more, right now, a lot of people don't want to go into those stores to make those purchases. So trust the company that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. RockAuto.com is a family business and that's why they care about making sure there is no secrets in how they price these parts. It's not one price for the mechanic and one price for the do-it-yourselfer. It is one low price for everyone. Right now, go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. I know we've mentioned Rashawn Gary before and, and, and talked about him on this show, but it bears repeating because he's been so stellar in training camp, making plays in the run game, making plays in the passing game. And I think answering a lot of questions. I don't just want to touch on Rashawn Gary either. I know that's how I teased it, but part of the reason I teased it that way is because I think he is emblematic of a trend that we've seen in training camp. And Match Nyman wrote a piece for The Athletic, you know, all these, these players who are standing out to him. And what struck me as I was reading it was how many of the players who were standing out were either precisely the players or the type of player the Packers needed to come through for them to take that step in 2020. They needed another impact defender, Rashawn Gary. They needed to lighten the load on Preston Darius Smith so they can be at their peak. They needed to find a way to make this defense play a little bit differently and still be good against the pass while getting better against the run. We haven't talked much about Kamel Martin. He is someone we are going to talk about, but the linebacker position, he stood out. We had questions. Who's going to play next to, next to Christian Kirksey? Is it going to be a linebacker or is it going to be a safety? What is, what is going to happen with Kevin King? How is, how is Tremont Williams going to be replaced? Well, Chandon Sullivan has had... Basically, everyone who's been asked about him has expressed their faith in him, and he's making plays. Josh Jackson is out there giving them depth at the cornerback position and looking like a potential future starter. Josiah DeGuara playing all over the field. Why did the Packers draft a fullback? 
Well, because he's not just a fullback. He's a fullback. He's a tight end. He's a slot. He is all kinds of things. Oh, who's going to who's gonna play tight end for the Packers? Well, Tanya making plays, Sternberger making plays. What's the deal? Oh, the, the Packers need some juice in the passing game. Well, MVS is stringing together some really good practices. EQ is stringing together some really good practices. Alan Lazard looks like the guy that we thought he could be. The players Green Bay needed to step up, the players they needed that internal development from, they're making those strides. Kingsley Kiki, who's going to be that interior guy who, who takes a step and maybe outplays Dean Lowry and gets on the field a little bit more? Kiki has been a wrecking crew, especially in these padded practices. Now, it's small sample size. We have to add those caveats, of course. Only had a couple of, of padded practices, and those are the ones that really matter. Oh, why did the Packers draft A.J. Dillon? He's a running back. He's, he's got two deep seam splash plays, you know, 30, 40-yard pass plays. Matt LaFleur is great at getting these guys, the running back position, opportunities to make plays down the field. The offseason is setting up the way Green Bay needs it to in order for them to be the team that they want to be in 2020. The players that they needed to take steps are doing it. Now, unfortunately, we don't get the preseason to see those same players prove it on the field because year after year after year, in every training camp in America, all 32 franchises have guys who show out in camp and then do either nothing in preseason, maybe they have a great preseason, and then they're never anything in the NFL. I mean, the, the the unemployment line of the NFL is littered with guys like that. So none of this is to say, oh, well, the Packers are set. Oh, their, their mentality was right. They didn't need to add anyone at any of these positions because the players they have, or in the case of someone like Kamel Martin, the, the player that they added is stepping forward and, and doing the things that they need to do. No, we, we have no idea about that right now. But it is a good sign that good things are happening at the positions and with the players Green Bay needs it to happen for. You'd, you'd much rather have that than the opposite. We don't want to be sitting here going, you know who sucks this year? Rashawn Gary just sucks. He just can't play. Well, n- no, maybe he can't, but he's doing what he needs to do in order to be the guy that the Packers need him to be. He's showing, he's instilling some confidence because the coaches are watching the same practice. We only have a, a limited amount of data. You know, the there is the classroom session that obviously, you know, media has doesn't have access to, and there's plenty of practice that, that media doesn't have access to as well. But we see the games and, you know, you have the practices as well. The coaches are using that as an evaluation tool. So it's not like, oh, you know, someone's having a great training camp and they have a great exhibition season. You know who also sees that? The coaches. And if they're bad in practice and bad in the preseason, you know who also sees that? The coaches. So it's not like we can just dismiss it out of hand. We we just, we just have to add the caveat that just because they're good in practice and or good in preseason does not mean they'll be good in the games. Generally speaking, though, and this this caveat applies to the tight ends as well. We started the show with that discussion. If you're not showing it, 
or you look bad, that tends to be a pretty big warning sign. And, you know, if we were sitting here going, man, I don't know, these tight ends, they can't catch a cold. Luckily, that's not happening. That would be pretty bad, right? I mean, we would be, we would be, because we have nothing else to talk about, because we don't have exhibition games to talk about, if someone was going out there and they were terrible, we'd have to talk about it. We'd have to say so. Luckily, we are not in that position yet. And and unfortunately, we don't have the games to sort that out because every year, in every training camp, there's a guy who is killing it in camp and all the reports are glowing and his teammates say, oh, you know, this guy, he is incredible. And then the lights turn on, you play another team, and this guy absolutely cannot play. And you, you go, okay, I guess it's a mirage. I guess it's just not real. We The, the games matter to, to suss out those kinds of things because that does happen. And maybe we go out there and all of a sudden, you know, Jay Sternberger can't catch anything. He's running the wrong routes. He's falling down. He's falling off blocks. I don't think that's going to be the case, but we don't know because we're not going to see it. Oh, Kingsley Kiki is getting blocked by undrafted free agents. Rashawn Gary can't get to the quarterback. That's not what's happening right now. So we can only assess based on the information that we have. But right now, the information that we have on these key spots where the Packers needed people to step forward, Kingsley Kiki, Rashawn Gary, Jay Sternberger, Bob Tanyan, uh, Josh Jackson, A.J. Dillon, we're getting a positive reaction to their performance so far, and the Packers need it. And everyone needs support to make it through the day. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. We all need some support. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. Pair that with the CBD Recover. Combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier, you can try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer because right now they're offering our listeners 25% off their next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. That's CBDMD.com with the promo code LOCKEDON to get $25 off your first purchase of the best CBD oil products from CBDMD. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich thanks to Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread bread for a reason it tastes so stinking good dave's killer bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-gmo ingredients and is power packed with whole grains fiber and protein visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for dave's killer bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store 
there's this sort of running bit on Twitter among whether it's Packer fans, certainly Packers media, that the Aaron Rodgers that we see now in a lot of ways does not resemble the Aaron Rodgers that we saw early in his career. And not just, you know, because he's playing at a different level. But physically, he looks different. And the way that he attacks was different. And the the arm angle is a little different. Well, you know who noticed? Not the conversations, but do you know who noticed things were a little different? Aaron Rodgers. Apparently, the Packers had were showing, or he was watching somehow, a cut-up from 2010. And he looked at it and he thought, you know, that's different than what I'm doing now. And he made some kind of little change. He would he was coy about what it was in a conference call with media. Would not pinpoint it, but said it's really helped him. He implemented the change over the last few days, and he's been firing rockets. Now, whether it's you know a weight transfer thing, an arm slot thing, anyone who's who's played golf knows you can you can just get a little out of alignment at setup, or your club face can be slightly open at address, or your weight can be 20% off on one side, your grip can be slightly open, slightly closed, slightly too firm on one side, and those micro changes can be a lifesaver for your swing. The quarterback position is like that. The throwing motion is like that. Pitchers will tell you, oh, I found something in my delivery. You rarely hear quarterbacks say it. You'll say, oh, I worked on this. I worked on that. My, you know, But you rarely hear a quarterback say, you know, I found something and I just I feel like I'm in a good rhythm with where my motion is. You don't hear quarterbacks say that, but they're really no different in terms of being a, a, a player, an athlete that relies on this repeatable motion the way that a pitcher does. And, and just like a pitcher, not every throw is the same. Now, you know, one difference is the platform is always going to be a little off. You're not always going to get a chance to set your feet. But we don't hear quarterbacks talking about this. And honestly, maybe we should because this is a real thing. And there has been this this trend of fans criticizing Rodgers' mechanics for a long time. And what I try and remind everyone is go back and watch him in 2010, 2011, 2014. The mechanics are the mechanics. They're the same as they've always been. His arm angle is a little bit different. His weight transfer is a little bit different. But none of it is how you teach it. I mean, Brett Favre was the same way. And he's turned it into a skill. But that doesn't mean that there can't be little tweaks here and there. And it seems like he's found something. So we'll see if it carries over. If, you know, like a pitcher working out in spring training, hey, I found this thing and then it carries over. Any golfer will tell you, you can make that fix. And then, you know, a week later or even in the same round, something else pops up. And now you have to make an adjustment. Maybe this is the kind of thing that Rodgers can say, hey, I made this adjustment and we're all good now. That would be genuinely surprising, but it would be great, obviously. And and he is certainly the kind of athlete uh, and, and skilled quarterback who could. If anyone could do it, it would be Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see what's going on with him uh, today on the field. A, a pretty big live practice at Lambeau Field, some unscripted stuff. For the Packers, so they're trying to simulate the games as best they can without having actual games. More reports as we get through the week on what's going on there. Hopefully some interviews. Um, I've been traveling at the beginning of the week, so I've not had a chance to connect with some people that I'm trying to connect with. 
and get that stuff squared away. So some fun stuff coming the rest of the week. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers. Locked on Packers.